Hey, Chris, uh, live from Brooklyn. You've got C. Chris coming in from uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The bird! Um, I assume, uh, Chris, you saw some family uh, or 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 extended family. I saw my wife's, uh, yeah, father and his That's lady it? friend. Ooh. Yeah. They live together, though, so I don't know what to call her. Uh, <laughs> Pam. <laughs> In Dead. Norway, they call it a sambura. Which sambura. Is, yeah, which is sort of like a person you're, you live together, you're not married, and, uh, but you want to spend, and you have kids with and everything kind of thing. So it's sort of like a life oh. partner, but it doesn't really a translate. A life partner that you, make, that you make bastard children with. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's the Norwegian uh, um, way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, a good way to do it. It makes, uh, makes divorce a lot easier. Yeah, totally. You could just, uh, all my cousins are apparently doing it. You can just kind of separate yeah. whenever you want to and go yeah, your own just, way. You just take a sidestep and into, yep. the, into a new relationship without, without paying any alimony. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, so I'm surprised more well, Americans don't do that. You know, uh, they do. They're they're called trailer trash. <laughs> <laughs> they just go down next door to their cousin, and uh, they just don't realize they were their their what what they thought was a, a an actual wedding was never legal. <laughs> they they go to. They go to file papers and they're like, "Oh, actually, no that that Hooters wedding didn't count." Yeah, um, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> could Chris? Could Chris? Venue. So you spent you? Did, I I I saw a picture of your of your Thanksgiving supper. Uh huh. Uh, it looks good. You look like you guys did it up. You did it seafood style. Well, we uh, we do a, we do a little pre meal, you know, appetizers a couple hours yeah. beforehand while the turkey's still. Cooking, and we like to do. That's a good idea. Yeah, we like to do uh, clams and shrimp and uh, some other, you know, you know, other little items and stuff. But we, Clam, yeah, we like the we clams like to incorporate the, over there. Just uh, no, just regular steamed clams. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we keep it simple, How, delicious, absolutely. Magnifique. Yeah. I don't. I can't eat them. I'm allergic to them. Uh, but yeah, I, that's right. My mom, uh, the night before Thanksgiving, ate a giant thing of mussels. Like, mm-hmm. it was incredible. Yeah. She, I, she really went for it. Uh, I would love it's, to share I, a giant bowl of cl- uh, mussels with your mom then. Cause, you, uh, you don't talk about my mom's clam. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought it up. <laughs> don't, eat my mo- don't talk about my mom's eating my mom's steamy clam. That's not nice. Uh, she's in the yeah. next room. Of course, I'm inappropriate. she is. Yep. I'm inappropriate. Totally. No matter what. Jeez. For any listeners at home that thought that this was just a like, oh, in a Good safety zone, I can talk right, about people because the family and and holidays. No. 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 Not at all. Nope. Well, I'm I'm blessed to have my mom and dad actually downstairs mm-hmm. uh, enjoying some coffee that I roasted for them. Aww. That's right. You aren't you the good this, son? This is what happens when you don't have kids. Uh, and they have my, my dog, my kid, Kate Moss is, uh, is obsessed with my father. I think mostly for table scraps, but they also have a very, they're kindred spirits in mm. that they both love donuts and naps. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nice. That's nice. That yeah. she has someone to do that with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's like, finally, someone that speaks my fucking language. <laughs> Do you snore? My dad's like, yep. She's like, great. Great. Life, life partner. Yeah, let's sleep together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but Thanksgiving's been pretty good. Not that you asked. Um, did you watch any football over the uh, Thanksgiving uh, holiday? The day itself? Uh, yeah, we yeah. watched it. We kept an eye on it. Didn't really watch it uh, intently, but, um, but watched it just enough to know that uh, two of the games uh, screwed us pretty good this week yeah. already. The fucking Lions, man. I... DraftKings gave a $5 free bet. So I just did, I was like, oh, $5, I'll just do a three team parlay on, on Thanksgiving with their $5. Mm-hmm. You know, just. Yeah, why not? Throw five. it in there. Yeah. Easy but bet. I was, like, I was like, man, the Lions, like, I, I, I just, I, so what I did was, which was incredibly stupid, I bet the Lions before they announced they were starting their third string undrafted quarterback. So the line was plus three. <laughs> the line moved to four and a half. If I would have stayed with the, the if I would have waited and yep. bet the four and a half, I would have won. Yep. And instead, 
The Lions fucked me in a way I could have never imagined. The Lions, like, <laughs> the bearded pencil actually fucked me directly. Yes. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. He took that pencil and shoved yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right into my bearded P-hole. clam. Do you think that that's? Do you think he does that? Uh, I don't know. I don't you know, want to. I don't want to get into it. Kinsey, that guy, the sex, the sex doctor yes, guy. Yep. Yeah. He. Uh, I read a book about him, like a, a like a, a an autobiography or not a, a biography, not an autobiography. He used to stick toothbrushes in his dick. Hole. Whoa! Why? Yeah. Because I guess uh, it's uh, people are it's erotic. Get off! Get off on it. Interesting. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, like Ugh. an actual nightmare. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like in a Saw movie or something. Yeah, that's a Saw move. Yeah. But I think the beard and pencil, a.k.a. Matt Patricia, might. <laughs> he might be into some crazy stuff like that, you know? Maybe that's how he gets a hard on. Maybe. You know? He's got to insert it, and then it's like, <laughs> it's like I got a Woody. <laughs> Maybe that's what he uses it for. Literally. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Oh, Chris. Oh, and speaking of uh, family, yeah. One, one, one more thing, just sure. to quickly uh, to take a, a right turn. Yeah. My, my, you'll appreciate this. My younger sister was here. She left yesterday, but uh, she is uh, almost as big of a Mandy fan as I am. Oh. Uh, Man- Mandy being the Nicolas Cage movie, which yep. I know every all of our listeners have run out and seen since we promoted it very heavily <laughs> at the time of its release. Uh, in fact, we went to see the uh, sneak preview together. Uh, so anyway, my dad had never seen it. And so my, we put it on immediately. My wife and my mom go to bed. They're like, not interested. It's like seven 30. They're like, We're not watching. <laughs> and, uh, and my dad, uh, sticks it out and it's like two hours of just mayhem. And my dad cannot wrap his brain around it. He doesn't know what's real. What's a fantasy. What's tripping. He keeps going. I'd look. Asking us, he's like, "Are they real? Is this real? What's real?" Like he, like it's too trippy for him to like comprehend. <laughs> the best part is, is that over Thanksgiving dinner, my dad decided to like explain it to my mom, like cage explain. Oh. <laughs> he's trying to cage explain it to my mom, <laughs> and thankfully, thank God, the miracle of all miracles, I got some of it on on video. So I will make sure I forward you. Yes. The, my dad oh, explaining please. the final death scene. To my mom at the Thanksgiving dinner table, <laughs> it is, it is incredible. I I wish I could. I wish we did video because, mm. uh, you know what? Maybe uh, I'll try to post it like on Instagram. It like it's almost worth it. In yeah. fact, I'll do an Instagram story for our our listeners so they can, they can check out the uh, the Arvin Arvin explains Mandy to the to the family. Um, that, and that th- is a uh, that's a Thanksgiving highlight, right? There. Yes, that is something to be very thankful for. To yeah. watch, to be able to watch that and uh, participate. I can't. Oh man, I can't wait to see that video then. Yeah. yeah. It's so, it's so I'm not fun. even sure I could explain that movie to your mother or anybody else for that matter. He well, he could, he couldn't, but he does, he just explains like the end, like, <laughs> and it's very funny because he he's like, and then the bad guy who's all badass all through the movies all of a sudden, <laughs> like, no, no, don't kill me. And Nicholas Cage <laughs> just grabs his head and squeezes it, and his eyes pop out, and like my mom's just like not, oh, and my sister and I are just dying. <laughs> Um, it was perfect. I mean, if you don't, if you, I have for anyone that thinks that like my family is any different than me, they're wrong. Like, yeah. I, no, I'm sure no one else's Thanksgiving dinner had that topic of conversation at it. Um, <laughs> but it beats politics. Yes. It, it beats, it beats shit talking family members. Yes. You know, like I'll, I'll take, I'll take as a, the great Eric Alvarez once said, um, they're knuckleheads, but they're my knuckleheads. So, I, agree. Uh, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Yep. You know, um, you know your family when uh, when you're, you're sort of having those kinds of moments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did were there any Thanksgiving highlights for you? Did you get to take your uh, dog to the to the? To yeah, the... yeah, dog. But your, bro- but your brother-in-law was not there, so there were no bulldogs. There was no uh, there was no bulldogs. No, the brother-in-law stayed up in Massachusetts. Um, That's a bummer because you guys could have watched Westminster together. I know, I know. We were. I was texting you like crazy because the bulldog yeah. won the whole thing. Yeah, Thor the. For Thor, the English bulldog. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Who they found ha- in Peru, apparently. Really? Yeah. And the guy found him and thought, like, this this is the one and brought him back to the States and trained him. And actually, they won one. It's not the Westminster one, is it, on, on Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh. I think. I don't right. There's a couple of them that Philly? come up. 
I don't know. It was one best in show, and people were like cool and crazy. It's the yeah. first time a bulldog has won or something too. I don't know. It was amazing. It was incredible, and he was so cute. He looked actually like a lot like Kate. I thought. Yeah, he's he's like a he's like a chubbier Kate. If Kate was a boy, yeah, he was. Yeah, yes. he has same marking. Yep, exactly. Right. I was like, I told Chris, I was like, we're gonna see a lot more bulldogs at the dog run because <laughs> I'm sure that like there's a spike in popularity for so, every dog that wins, right? Well, right. And so I we we kind of looked it up because they don't really win money. At these they things? Don't. No. They want like a lifetime supply of Purina or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically it's just like they win like uh, it's just the um the acknowledgement of of being best in show. And then I th- apparently they, you know they get like a silver platter or a cup or some stupid thing, you know, from the But those dogs all have balls, right? So they'd be sired by r- a best r- in show. Right. So I think that's where they make right? their money is is breeding then down the line. But a lot of them also do um, make uh, money with um uh like commercials and stuff. Endorsements. Endorsements, yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. Right. I mean, one time we uh we were approached uh to to have our dog model like to be an Instagram model for these like collars. And mm. uh mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, we'll give you like a, a discount on the collars and like a tiny bit of money. And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> our dog doesn't wear a collar. like <laughs> we like this is st- so stupid. Like I'm not gonna go and like pose my dog with your janky collar for like 30 bucks and a discount on a collar I don't want. Like, right. Right. I, right. You really have to draw the line. Not like Kate is Thor by any means. Thor could like, Thor's going to get a Corvette out of the deal, but it's, <laughs> it's weird. Like I just, I just know that the dog market or the pet market is, and you do too, I'm sure. It's, it's an, crazy. It's crazy. Like, there's a, is there, if, if you have a question, d- does it exist for a dog? It does. Like yeah. it, it definitely, ex- if it, if you want to know, Oh, I came up with this great idea for my dog. Yeah. Don't worry. It exists. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So okay. we've gotten, we got the dog show out yep. of the way. Uh, I did want to bring up one thing, uh, Pittsburgh related because I texted you earlier. I was on a, you know, doing a little, doing a little job searching here in a, the greater Pittsburgh area. And I stumbled upon a job <laughs> on indeed.com Indeed. and I, and it, it pays $2,000 a month, uh, to be in the entertainment business. And that entertainment industry is arena football, Ooh. uh, the Pittsburgh whatevers, the Pittsburgh <laughs> arena, arena, the Pittsburgh, that'd be amazing <laughs> if that was just their nickname. <laughs> We're like, it's I, the arena league. No one cares. We'll just nickname the whatevers. <laughs> I I didn't even know they had an arena football team. Oh, the Pittsburgh Power. Power. Actually founded in 2000. Mm. Uh, no, no, Pittsburgh Power is arena football. Yeah. yeah. Might be their 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 soccer team. Uh, actually, the Power dissolved in 2014. Someone must be bringing them back. Or there's Trying another. To. Oh, yes. Arena football has returned to Pittsburgh. It says right here. <laughs> In a random thing. I love how you're uh, googling this. As yeah, as yeah, this is this is great reporting. Uh, they're called the Berg Defenders. Uh, so anyway, I thought, Chris, I though I will not be trying out. I yes. might go to the tryouts oh. and do, uh-huh. and maybe it will. Maybe I might reach out mm-hmm. to the uh, to the the Berg Defenders and see if they might need a uh, a podcast uh, representing them. So. Uh, like it or not, yeah. this might become an arena football <laughs> podcast. I'm sure you can bet on it. I'm sure. Uh, eventually, I think maybe. I don't know. God, it's got to exist. It's got. It, it should only be around for gambling. Yeah, right. They should. They should tie it into gambling just as a thing. They, it, they it, could probably it, make it, money that way. Actually, otherwise, they'll probably yeah. go belly up in a few years. Yeah, for sure. Right. So anyway, that's uh, the. Uh, you should see if there's like a some other like f- office job, like front office job, like communications or something for that. You should you should totally work for the Pittsburgh. Well, if they're if they're paying their players two thousand dollars a month <laughs> to get their bells rung in the fucking soccer field or what indoor <laughs> indoor lacrosse field or whatever the fuck they play hockey stadium, uh, I'm sure that their uh, front office jobs are paying you know mucho, at least twelve dollars an hour. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> You're not gonna do that? <laughs> oh no, I'm still gonna look it up. Like I think it's a great idea. Uh, so so stay tuned on that. Okay. I will uh, I will I will actually follow up on that. In fact, I just uh, I just found the um the owner's uh, the owner on Facebook. Maybe I'll just friend. Him. Is it is it Rooney? 
So this guy, listen to the shit. I just, I just found this guy, the owner of, of the Pittsburgh or the Berg defenders, Antoine Washington, uh, mm. is okay. Listen to what he owns. This is amazing. He has this shit on Facebook. This is crazy. He owns the Akron aviators. He's a co-owner, by the way, the twin city jazz, ABA media and entertainment. Uh, he's a, Artist, producer, and songwriter at Tijuan Benefactor. Uh, he's a brand manager at Shy. He's the owner of Aruka Flyboy. Uh, he's been on. He's been on every board and and in the entire world. Uh, and he does live in Pittsburgh. And he, and he went to uh, WVU. So you have to work for this guy. This guy sounds like a fucking gangster. <laughs> I am all about Antoine, and I. With a crazy spelling of his name, A N T J U A N. Oh yeah, yeah. This guy's got he's got a little flair to him, Chris. Yo, I am friending him right yeah, now. You this is a this is a must. Mm-hmm. This is a must. Okay, so no more stream of consciousness. Consciousness. Uh, let's uh, let's talk sports. What do you think? All right. Uh, before we get into the rest of what we want to talk about sports wise, just staying on the lower level football uh, side of things here for a second. We <laughs> totally forgot and missed last week to gamble on. What we consider our Super Bowl, Chris? No, the Grey Cup. No. Yes. Did the Did the Rough Riders win? Uh, it was no. It was in a historic <laughs> uh, Grey Cup. It was the Ty- uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Wow. We're in the final. What's, histor- what's historic about it? Uh, neither of the team have been there since like 1990. Oh wow, that's great. Yeah. And I think Winnipeg hasn't had like a winning season or something in like almost 20 years. Well, that sounds like a lead up to a Winnipeg win. It, they did. Really? Yes. You know, the cool thing about, I, I'm sure there was like a half filled stadium for this <laughs> Winnipeg Blue Bombers victory. <laughs> uh, and congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. But I think that, that like, I think the Grey Cup's been around like way longer than the Super Bowl. I feel like the Grey Cup. Like, it's like a hundred and something years, I think. Yeah, right. It's like so, like good for Canada mm-hmm. for having, have for having withstood all that. The one hundred and seventh Grey Cup. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this That's goes brilliant. back before. Well, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's got to be. That's. I mean, I, I. I'm guessing that's that predates. Maybe not the 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 pre-merger championship or whatever, you know, the, whatever they called that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pre-Super Bowl, obviously, but it's, yeah, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I think it might even pre, oh, man, that's a good question, actually. Well, we'll get on it later than sooner. Probably. Um, intern, that's an intern question. Yo, the interns ghosted me. What the? Uh, I don't know where that kid went. Uh, we had an intern. Uh, intern, if you hear this and you can, and, and you're okay, Yeah. please Send a flare out to the world. We are, we are concerned. Right. I yo. I have not seen the intern since I think the well, you were here. Oh, like, oh. He did his yeah. he did his podcast. I think it might have spooked him. Yeah, he might. He and went underground. He's, he's underground. <laughs> he Pete's went, underground. He, he burrowed back down into his. If it's a hostage situation, Pete, we want your family to know that that you're okay. Yeah. If you are, we love and you. If and if and if you're. If you're out on a ledge somewhere, uh, step back from it. Uh, put on some third eye blind, um, and, and let's uh, let's figure this out because we need you. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, actually you no. Know, usually his wife usually listens, doesn't she? So she can kind of reach out to us. Maybe. Yeah. Him. Yeah, Becky, yeah. if you hear this, yeah. uh, let me know. Um, there's actually, I think, America's first. Uh, you know how hatchet throwing was very big mm. uh, for a while, or mm-hmm. still is. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, just got a, a an official uh, whatever uh, Olympic sized curling uh, oh whatever court place yep. uh, 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 yeah something so we will uh, we are gonna Peter John has always claimed that he could still his his only Olympic aspirations he still believes he could be an Olympic level curler mm. uh, so we're gonna test it yeah. I still think he has the he has the the ability he thinks he might be a little too old. Um, Never. So, no, I, I want to train him. I think there, like, there is a, a contingent of ex NFL players. What? Yeah. Who have NFL taken players have taken curling. up curling for the last couple of years, uh, trying to make it, I think to the next Olympics, whenever that like 2022. 
Shit, Pete, you got some fucking competition. Yeah, I, man, I would love to come to Pittsburgh and join you to try curling because that's one of but, those things that I don't. I'm not sure I'm on the confidence level of of Peter, but I'm I'm right behind him, going like this might be something we could kind of do. Wow. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I know I would suck at it. Hmm. Like I can't consistently play shuffleboard. Okay. I certainly don't have the patience for it. Although I might be a good broomer. Maybe mm. that's my, yeah, my wheelhouse. I don't know. How are you how know. are you on your feet on ice? Uh I mean I'm, I don't know. I'm terrible. I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure. Usually I fall. Yeah. Like most people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a pretty good skater. Okay. It, I don't know what that does. For I don't you, skate at all. It doesn't help you at all because you're not on skates. Ah, uh, well. It's about basically yeah. it's about balancing and then just kind of uh, pushing yourself kind of down the ice, I think, while you bro- while you're kind of sweeping. Oh, you have to, yeah, you got to move on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This is tricky, Chris, but I like it. I want I want okay. us to attempt it. You, Pete, well, and I, I, I think we could form a team. Right? I don't yeah. want I just want to be a trainer. I'll be like, give the heater, Mick. <laughs> just smoke a cigar. <laughs> and a <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to be the cigar guy. A watch cap and a, yeah. Yeah. yeah with a, like a stopwatch. Yeah. Like, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah. And like coach pants. <laughs> I mean, like, like, like <laughs> Pete Carroll, yeah, <laughs> Coach Pants, and like some monarchs, Coach Pants. yeah, monarchs. <laughs> I will, my thing would be a, a scarf. That was, that's how you know I was working in the cold condition. Yeah, yeah, a USA scarf. Or maybe I'd wear shorts, mm. coat shorts, Ooh. Be like socks pulled up. Like some, then they'd know. Yeah, then they'd know with a whistle and a stopwatch. <laughs> All right. All right. I want to see you boomers. Uh, all right. So, uh, Chris, that that we've really we've gone along. We got along a lot of directions so far on this pod. I liked it though. It um, felt good. It does feel good. Uh, I did want to. I did want to see if you know. Before we get too deep into football, uh-huh. I had one uh, basketball question for you. Oh, great! I love did basketball see, questions. Did you see Mello's double double last night? <laughs> I did not. I did not. I didn't even know he was playing. Is he still in the league? I didn't. Is he? I don't. Yeah. He's so little known fact. <laughs> uh, Chris hates Carmelo Anthony. I don't. With, I don't hate with him. Like, with I don't like hate him at all. Vitriol. Like you do not. You you are so anti. I did, I thought we we were like completely on the same page with Melo, and I I had texted you something about him, and you were like fuck Melo. Like I got this like thirty page text message about like how much of a of a of a I guess a sloth he is and, and how, and how he like really dis, I I don't know. Maybe it's because maybe, let me just put it this way. Maybe it's because he's on the Portland trailblazers that you don't like him. Maybe it's no, no, no. I, I here I'll even, I'm going to jump in there and stop you because the, the, we even talked about, I believe we even talked about this last year and I've talked about this, a, a friend of mine who's a big Carmelo fan. Um, and, and I even said like last year, I thought he his perfect fit for him or his best chance for him would be on Portland. As a guy who could come off the bench, be their third scorer, you know, when give Lillard and, and McCollum a break, and kind of kind of balance out that they need they needed a little bit more scoring. They've they've needed it for a couple of years. They need it this year, obviously. So I, I thought if if there was one place for him to go, I always thought Portland was the best place for him to go. Okay. Now, but you don't think he deserves his place in the NBA? Here's what I, here's what um, we we had this sort of talk um, about. Uh, about Melo and sort of, you know, being on the team. And, and I, I sent you an article about him changing his number to what, the reasons why he changed his number to double zero, which was all, it was trying to be like this really sort of meta deep thing, you know, about like the infinity the sign and like all these yeah. weird things. Ooh, and, like, I, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I and like this, that. it just seems so like fake and trying too hard to like have a reason to, to change your number to this, you know? And he put it out on Instagram and he had all these posts about it. And I was like, this, this just seems, and, and I, I saw, and then all of a sudden I saw this article on SB Nation. The guy had the exact same thoughts. And I was like, yeah, see, this is just, this is ridiculous. Okay. So, so, so but I, then you I, said, I, you texted me back, you said, yeah, but he, you know, he gives money to charity. I just keep telling myself that I want to like him so badly, but ugh. Yeah. And I uh, just basically went in saying, why do you have to? You don't, I think a lot of people force themselves into believing and thinking that Carmelo is like one of the greatest players of all time. Well, he's and he's not the Hall of Fame. He he will be, but so are a lot of other guys. And and so and yeah. I had this. I kind of had this uh, discussion with with another friend of mine, and who, the guy who's a big Carmelo fan. And I started asking him questions like this, and I'll ask you the same thing. 
and for all of our listeners out there too, think about it this way. The, like 20, 25 years ago, the M- NBA uh, released uh, the, the 50 greatest players in NBA history, right? Mm-hmm. Since that time, you would probably almost, it's almost been 75 years now. I think in like another two years or something, it'll be 75 years. Putting that list back together and adding all the guys who have come since that 50 greatest list. I mean, Carmelo doesn't top the 50 greatest players. This sounds like a job for Bill Simmons. Right? He needs to do a podcast about <laughs> his book that he wrote and how he's going to change his book. It'll be called My Greatest Book 2.0. <laughs> Listen to me talk about my book because I'm too lazy to write about it. This is perfect for him. I hope he does it. Oh, wait, he is. Oh, is he? Oh, great. Yes. Isn't oh, that great. the worst? Oh, yeah. Well, you got to update the book once in a while. So last night – Let me finish this off a little bit. So even if you go to the okay. se- greatest 75 players – how confident are you or he's even on that list? 75? Yeah. I wouldn't put him on my list. Exactly. I, I personally don't remember a time where Carmelo was like a – One like of a, the best players on the court. Where I felt afraid of him. Right. Exactly. I remember, I that remember was my series, point too. That one series against the Celtics, it was Nick Celtics. And uh, they – like Melo kept calling for the ball. Melo couldn't hit shit. Like – he got to the line a couple times, mm-hmm. but like that, he was just getting superstar treatment. I agree with you. I think that uh, what I want to see from Melo is a bit of a redemption. Like I want to see last night, Carmelo. So the starting lineup for the Trailblazers were Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony, Hassan Whiteside, Damian Lillard, McCollum, and Rodney Hood. Right. Okay. Those those were the starters. Yeah. Outside of those five starters, uh, you had they only had four players play that had a total of nine points. Total. Oof. Yeah. Nasir Little, Kent Bazemore, and some other dudes I've never heard of. So take Carmelo out of that equation. And what what are they going to do? Like, I feel like he's a pretty good stopgap for a team that desperately needs someone to, like, at least limp their way, help them limp their way into the second half of the season yes. when they might get some players back. I agree. I 100% agree. I 100% now, agree. Now, mm-hmm. what do you do with Carmelo when some of the better players from the Blazer squad come back? Exactly. Is he going to be cool to come off the bench? No. And I think that's always been the book on Melo, exactly. right? Exactly, yes. He, he just isn't. Uh, and and that's, Especially now since you've already inserted him into the starting lighting from the very beginning. Yep, yeah. Like if you if you brought him in and was like, hey, we're signing you, we're going to play you uh, you know, a fair amount of minutes, but we're just bringing you off the bench even though we're we don't have – all our full strength of, of roster right now. This, but just set that precedent from the beginning. I thought, I think it might have. That would have. That maybe might have helped. I don't know who's known because it's Carmelo. Anyway, so. Well, I think I also think that like I would say at least forty, maybe for fifty percent of the decision to even be in the NBA right now is completely based on Lala's career, his wife. Uh, he was Facebooking or FaceTiming with his, uh, with his kid during the game. I think that there is a huge portion of this. That's just about being, uh, just content. Like it's just television content Mm -hmm. for love and basketball or Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck it is that she's on, uh, desperate housewives of NBA players who are (laughs) overweight. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) but I'm still rooting for him. Like I still in my heart, I mean, root, root for Mello who was, you know, it it's it would be cool if he could figure out how to just be a role player. I just don't think he has a role player's game. So I guess yeah. what I've done is de- is decided to agree with you. How about that? Yeah. So and I, and I listen. I, I yeah. In the sense, like I don't I don't hate him. I just never understood the hype surrounding him. Well, like, he's great on a banana boat, right? Right. Like I, I just I feel like each team he's been on, fans sort of seem to always talk themselves into it, and he's. He's always been overhyped a little bit and supposedly being like this mega star when he clearly was never he was never that and he was always sort of like if you you know if you want to tear it you know he's never he's he's not the you know I don't know how you want to say this but he, you know he's a hall of famer but he's not the tier 1 hall of fame guys right he's not the greatest players that ever play the game you No I when you said top 75 uh let me ask you the question mm-hmm. would you put Andre Iguodala in the top 75 of all time No Would you put Andre Iguodala above Carmelo Anthony. I, I would put him. So my thing is, I would put him in tiers, and they would probably be somewhere around the same place, right? In the same tier, you know. And, and like Paul Pierce, I would put Paul Pierce in the same in the same 
tier as as Carmelo. Paul Pierce okay. might have won a championship, but he didn't win anything until he got they got their big three there. Right. Right. So my my dis- big distinction, the reason I brought up Andre Iguodala is Andre Iguodala and Allen Iverson played well together. Mm-hmm. Like they were a, they 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 gelled. Mm-hmm. And to play with Allen Iverson was a pretty polarizing thing. Carmelo Anthony could not play with Allen Iverson. Carmelo couldn't play and with I, anybody. Exactly. Carmelo can't play with anyone. And that but yet it seems to be working with Dame. I don't know why. I I don't know what Dame's think. Like Dame likes Dame him. Dame's about. been wanting him for the last two or three years to come to Portland. I, I think it's one of those guys that, that he's just like, you know what? That he wants it badly enough. He he knows how to work with him. Him and I mean him and McCullough didn't I don't think got along at, in the I beginning. I don't think they get along. I think they, but I wrong. think they know how to play and work with each other though, right? Like they're friends or they're friendly enough. I think they respect each other on the court enough to go, hey, we can make this work, right? They figured it out. It took them a while, but they figured it out. And yeah. I think the same okay. thing with Melo. I think his mentality is that, hey, listen, we can work with Melo on this thing. I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see. It's a good, it's a fun, it's a fun subplot during the yeah. early stages yeah, yeah, of the right. of the NBA season. I, I am, I am enjoying watching him. Uh, I'd rather watch a Melo led Portland team than the Lakers like run the table. Sure. So that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just. Yeah. Me, you know. Oh, by the way, okay, let's just do one little caveat about the Lakers there, though. I don't really think they've played a lot of great teams. I think they've had a pretty favorable schedule for the last, you know, to basically start the year here. And they, they've played a couple teams here and there that's kind of decent, but not great. Like, I, th- I feel like, and I haven't looked at their schedule, but if you look at it, maybe there might be a real big, you know, stretch coming here sometime, maybe like, I don't know if it's after Christmas or later in the year, where they're really going to have to start playing a lot of these teams and, and back-to-backs, right? Or, or doubling up at some point in time. Right. Um, you know, they play the Clippers once at the beginning of the year and they lost, and and that's one of their two losses, and I don't know what their other one is off the top of my head. But I feel like they're, they're – there's, and, of course, it's the Lakers, so the hype train is obviously ramped up a notch there. But um, let's, let's take, a, take, a, take a breath with the Lakers here on anybody who thinks that they're just going to be – going to roll over the whole season unbeatable here. And at some point in time, LeBron is – I mean, LeBron had the, you know, the offseason, the no playoffs – you know, maybe he got himself healthy, got himself re-energized and whatnot. But he's putting in a lot of time and a lot of minutes, and he's and he's playing hard and aggressive, and he's dunking everything. And I think he's trying to prove a point, you know, to some yeah. degree. But yeah. those legs are old, and there's a lot of mileage on him. He's gonna he's gonna wear down at some point in time too. Like he's okay. not he's not Superman here, and he's not just invincible for the whole season. He's gonna wear down a little bit, and I'm I won't I'll be surprised if he takes like a little a little break at Christmas. Maybe I don't know. Oh, he's definitely going to take a look. He's breaks are just a part of the NBA. Exactly. Uh, like we, he might should, not, you know, he talks about not taking, you know, load management and taking games on and stuff. But at some point in time, he's that's that's going to come. That bill's coming due. And uh, I think that the league is going to alter their their playoffs. Their because of rest, I think they're just going to make their regular season shorter and make the playoffs longer. Uh, so that you, so that when you go to a game, you can actually see the stars play, and mm-hmm. plus there'll be bigger ticket items. Yeah, th- that's actually something we can we can try maybe talk about next week or something. Is that yeah, let's those, do um, let's 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 dissect a little bit. Those uh, things are interesting, actually, about those uh, potential schedules and rule changes or whatever. They're well, I mean, Bill into. Simmons did invent it, so uh, yeah, let's 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 make. <laughs> well, he is our god now, Chris. Instead of talking about my dad, talking about Mandy, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit because okay. I think that it'll, it'll definitely make sports a little bit. More sports I, gambling, a little bit more interesting. Yeah, and I have some thoughts and ideas about it too that I don't know if anyone else has sort of already shared. Obviously, because we're already a week behind it, but uh, we'll we'll dive into it. Okay, one last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, big ups to Josh Shaw Ooh, um, yeah. from Arizona. Yeah, uh, for being suspended indefinitely mm-hmm. for gambling mm-hmm. on the NFL. I he wonder rose. which uh, which which website he used. <laughs> um, he definitely are, has. A, he's definitely going to get like a job in gambling now, though, right? He's going to get his own show or something, right? Obviously. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, this is a smart move. This is a great move. Mm-hmm. It, it worked wonders for Alex Karras. Like, why not? Like, <laughs> now people are talking about. You. The last time people talked about this guy was when he like lied about like trying to save a, a kid. Yes, from drowning. right. Exactly. Uh, oh, yep. So I I'm all about this guy gambling. I. I would love to have Josh Shaw on the pod. I hope he's like given up on football. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out to his agent tomorrow okay. and be like, I, I, I totally agree. I think that this guy could, if like, he isn't on Twitter in the next, uh, couple weeks or by the end of the season or talking about, actually he should, he needs to be before the season ends because if he isn't talking about gambling and talking about each game and point spreads and all the, whatever he's yeah. going to talk about, yeah. he's an, then he's probably an idiot. 
Yeah, because he should be. He needs yeah, to parlay the is, this into. Yeah, this is, oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's parlay your parlay into uh, into NFL lines. Sounds what do you great. think about that? Picks, All picks, right. picks, picks, picks. How did we picks, do picks. last week? Oh, on the picks. Oh, we did terrible, Chris. Terrible. Actually, you broke even. You had a nice seven and seven week. Yeah. If you remember bucket. correctly, you picked only two home games. Yeah. Uh, home teams. Yeah. You split those. Okay. One of them was uh, came your, your win at home came against your Tennessee Titans. Man. <laughs> and your Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> I love it. I love I how we some, flop, flip flop. Somebody on, on the radio said Ryan Tannehill is the second best quarterback in the league behind uh, behind uh, Lamar Jackson. I, I was like, whoa. Wow. That, That's yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that's some heat. That's Pittsburgh. We we'd love to have a Ryan Tannehill right now. Mm, mm-hmm. My my poor dad has to go see Duck whatever. Duck Hodges. Duck Dyna, <laughs> Duck Dynasty on, in the rain tomorrow. So Oh uh, man. Yeah. Nice. I know. Again, all it's against Cleveland though, so it'll be fun. Yeah. They yeah. moved the game from four to one because of uh fear of drunk uh fight because of fighting. Oh. It was a 4:20 start, uh, and the league moved it to one o'clock because they didn't want people drinking all day before the game. They didn't want anybody else swinging helmets at each other, and uh, yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I finished the week last week at five and nine. Yeah, I did really, really terrible. You and know, you're only you're 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 fifty percent. You're you're five hundred for the season. Yeah, right? eight eighty-seven and eighty-seven and one. All right. Well, uh, you were 92, 82, and one. Well, I'll drop all those. I'll, we'll be right back in the middle <laughs> this here week? after this week. Yeah. Well, so moving into this week, we already bet. Uh, we exchanged texts on uh, for Thursday's games. We lost two out of the three. So Fuck we'll see favorites. if we can uh, maybe win a few more here okay. going into Sunday's games. Are you ready, Chris? I, like I said, I'm Lance Stevenson in this motherfucker. <laughs> you ready Born to dance? Ready. Board ready, ready to dance. I can't believe you thought his nickname was Dance. <laughs> I have Dan- a, we have dance. a friend. His nickname is like he has an alter ego when he's like out drinking at like uh, weddings and parties and stuff, and he yeah. turns into Lance Dance. <laughs> and he gets on the dance floor and he's like takes his shirt off and like his tie goes over and he just starts dancing like a man. He, he's dancing like Travolta and like and like um. We <laughs> like what was we the, need to have a Chris's friends corner oh, on this pod because oh, last week we did Markalepsy. Yeah, it's uh, actually the same guy. No, Lance <laughs> yes. dances Markalepsy. Markalepsy, yes. Oh my god. Yes, he has so he, maybe he has uh, multiple personality disorder or something. Seriously, <laughs> he's one of my favorite friends of yours. By he's the great. Way. He's a good yeah. dude. He's awesome. a lot of fun. All right, Sunday games, Chris. Game of the week, right off the top of the bat. One o'clock game, San Francisco plus five and a half in Baltimore. I would watch this game if I wasn't sitting in the rain and the nosebleeds mm-hmm. at a uh, Heinz field. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, how is Baltimore not, I, is it really, we think San Francisco's defense is this good? Is this, I, so that's, that was my question, right? That was my question is like, they're, they're actually only getting five and a half because they think it's their ridiculous. defense is good enough. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Stop. Vegas, this, stop I, I believe undermining Baltimore. I you know that seventy-five percent of people bet on Baltimore last week, and that line only moved to like seven and a half or something like that. Well, and I think early this week before Thanksgiving, this line was uh, six and a half. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck, fuck San Francisco. Give me Baltimore. Yeah, I, you know, even though, and I remember, if I remember correctly, Baltimore doesn't have the greatest uh, against the spread this season, so it gives me a little bit of something to think about. But I'm, I'm. I'm with you on Baltimore, I'm Baltimore at home. home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think on. it's enough. I don't think it's enough points. I, I totally agree. I think it'll be a fairly close game, potentially. Um yes. if if San Fran's defense kind of holds up and, and at least slows them down a little bit. So it'll be interesting. It'll be a good game. I'm watching it, but uh taking Baltimore. All right, Do this it. game, this game, um I don't this game line moved a little bit too. Philadelphia minus 10 on the road in Miami. Now, yeah, you could pick you could pick this one. I'm going to. Now, this one, whew, I don't know. Miami plus 10 sounds kind of enticing a little bit, right? A little juicy the way Miami's been playing lately, kind of keeping stuff close. But Philly's coming off a Cowboys, a bad Cowboys loss. This is a good game for Philly to sort of take advantage of that division. I'm just, oh, my double-digit points, I'm just not confident in this one. I'll take, I'm taking Miami plus 10 points. Okay. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. I want to switch yeah. it. 
Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, Philly sucks, and this is an Their offense is terrible, and I think Miami maybe can over under forty four and a half. Yeah. This is the most undery under bet of all time. This is the time of year where Carson Wentz decides he doesn't want to play anymore. Uh, he's one of the most trash quarterbacks in the league. I'm sorry, I'm so out on Wentz. From he can go back from whence he came. Uh, that said, that said, take I'm not Philly. gonna I'm not gonna take Miami on the road. I'll take the under. Miami's at home. Think, are on the wherever on the road. <laughs> Actually, Miami has a decent home field advantage. Uh, but I, I still think I think Philly's gonna Philly can cover ten. Yeah, I'm a little worried about the offense though. If if they can't get it going, it's a shit offense. But remember, like they put up like 35 on the on on like a good team not that long ago. Yeah. I, although, do we know if Dallas is good anymore? I don't. I don't know. know. I probably not. I don't yeah. know. All right, all right. We'll still we'll go ahead and head on that one. Moving on, Cleveland. The game you're going to Cleveland minus two. In Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't know Against how, the this, is only, Berg how defenders. is this only minus two. <laughs> because they're giving Pittsburgh home field advantage that much. Like I, I, That doesn't make a lot of sense. Although, so so Cleveland's without Miles Garrett. I don't know if defensively that really moves the needle that Cleveland much. Cleveland put up 42 on Miami last night? Like that, or last year, last week? Like, yeah. I, I feel like they, yeah. like, it's, it's the Steelers defense is cool. Uh, and I, and I am hopeful, but I still like minus two is not very many points. I think I would take Cleveland. Yeah. I feel like I'm taking Cleveland too. Although this feels like whatever, two or three weeks ago when this, when they played each other, I took Pittsburgh on that one lost Cleveland killed them. Now I want to take Cleveland. And so I feel like Pittsburgh is going to probably win this game. That's what we want though. I will, I will take the, I'll take the loss here for the win. I will, this is just a, the, maybe I'm just doing a little yeah. self. My, my question with Pittsburgh now though, is if, if old ducky Hodges is the quarterback, if, if he's a little bit more efficient in the offense, it just yeah. seems to flow a little bit better or, or they're able to move the ball downfield a little bit better. Whereas so Pittsburgh not, can maybe not, score a touchdown or two. And then that makes things interesting. Totally not to beat a dead horse, but like last the last time these two teams played like Pittsburgh was only a touchdown behind most of the game. And Mason Rudolph threw four interceptions, uh, two of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. So if duck can't do that and maybe he only throws one interception, sure. It might be close, but I just don't, I don't see it. If you, even if this line moved to three Pittsburgh plus three, I might, I I would, or three and a half, then I would maybe kind of uh, start thinking about Pittsburgh here a little bit, but I I think Cleveland's kind of on a roll. I think they're, I think they're going to make a push for the playoffs. I don't know if they'll get in, but I'm going to keep betting, I think, Cleveland here for a couple of weeks here until they prove me wrong. Good for you. Great. Green Bay, minus six in New York against the Giants. The New York the, football Giants. The G-Man. Give it to me. What do you like? Green Bay, minus six and a half. I don't think there's any way this is close. I know Green Bay's been sucking lately. But but the Giants, that offensive line, Daniel Jones, as much as I kind of like him in fantasy, he, he fumbles and throws a lot of interceptions. And I think Green Bay's defense steps up big here and shuts New York down. Yeah, I, I, betting against New York is a golden, it's a gold mine all season. Mm. You, if you if you bet against New York, you will win yeah. every time. Yeah. This is another example. Mm-hmm. I don't even. Th- I, I think this one should probably even be in double digits here. For least, sure, it should at least be over a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Or a touchdown with extra points, whatever. <laughs> okay, it is over. Technically, over a touchdown. Here's a tricky one here, Chris. New York Jets minus three on the road in Cincinnati. Does Cincinnati win a game this year, and is it is this is their best chance? So I – did I mention that last week or two weeks ago I placed a bet uh, plus 350 for uh, Cincinnati to lose all of their games? No, you didn't. Um, yeah. I don't think. Uh, it was a bet to go 0-16. Oh, there was uh, – that line has moved to plus 250. Okay. Uh, 250. Uh, but – now Andy Dalton's back. Yeah. Huh? And suddenly, and, and I think that, and I think Cincinnati is, even if they win one, will still have the odds for the first pick in the draft. Right. So probably, I think maybe this is the Andy Dalton go fuck yourself game. So give me Cincinnati <laughs> at home with the points. I, I kind of like it. I, I, I feel like this is one Cincinnati's plus plus one forty on the money line. I feel like that's probably just like a good, like, Hey, what the hell? Why not throw that one, throw some money on that. Although, so last week, Chris, I went, watched uh, the Jets at home play against Oakland. That's right. How was it? It was freezing cold and wet. Yeah. But we had a good time. Uh, <laughs> we did some tailgating. We did some grilling, drank some uh, 
Miller High Life cans. Okay. Um, and then watch the game for like three or like, well, I guess uh, three and a half quarters or something you'd say. Yeah. Uh, got the fuck out of there. Yeah. Then they got the hell out of there. So fun game. Jets looked amazing against Oakland. I feel like this could be the sort of the, the, the sort of it's the Jets, right? They're going to screw something up here at some point in time. They're playing really well, though. The offense is playing really well. The defense looks incredible. Like, they're legit, and I think they can shut Cincinnati down enough. This does feel like a potential letdown game in some degrees to me, but uh, I'll, I'll stick with the Jets as well. They're kind of – Cleveland and the Jets right now are those two teams that I just kind of want to keep gambling on a little bit here. And, and, yeah, but and see Adam Case was just given the – he will be back next year I by know. ownership. I know. Doesn't it's, that feel yeah. like a oh, this is like such a this is such off, a like that's oh, such yes. a foot off the pedal. Yes. Move. Oh yeah. He's yeah, gonna yeah. be like, oh, I got job security. Cool. Oh, I don't have to listen, coach anymore. Halfway through that game, Give me a line. halfway through that game last week against Oakland, he took his foot off the pedal and they went super conservative. I mean, I haven't seen conservative like this since like I spent time in somewhere in the Midwest, and it it got a little scary where I thought Oakland was going to make a start making a comeback here. And then of course they just kept shooting themselves in the foot because of, because of the jets defense, the jets also defense, like something people do in the Midwest. <laughs> so, um, uh, I'm going to still, I'm going to still reluctantly take kind okay. of take the jets here a little bit. Great. Yep. Uh, I do not want to dwell on the next game too much. It's Washington at Carolina. Take the under on uh, this game too, huh? Plus 10. I don't fucking know. I can't, I, I can't figure out either one of these nope. teams. Uh, all I know is that Washington on the road against Carolina, who I think still thinks they can make the playoffs, feels like it's going to be a loss. So I will take Carolina at home plus or minus 10. Okay. Uh, I, Washington's a weird team. They, they seem to be playing just well enough and, and scoring just enough points and keeping games close. I mean, they beat Detroit last week. They, they got uh, – they, well, they kind of got blown out by the Jets two weeks ago, I guess. So I don't know. They're all over the place either. I can't figure them out. I can't figure either of these teams. I can't figure out if Carolina's going to be able to run all over with McCaffrey on Washington. It scares me a little bit. I've been on Carolina all year. I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm starting to take my foot off the gas on them a little bit here. I'll tell you that much. Washington, I, I'm scared that Washington's going to be able to keep this game within 10 points for some reason, right? They're going to be able to score a couple touchdowns. Carolina's been awful lately. And the 10 points, the double digits I, is scaring me here to uh, some degree. But one more time, Chris, I'm going to the well. One more time, Carolina minus 10. Okay. <laughs> That's a roundabout way to say I'll do exactly what you do. Yeah, right. All okay. right, here's Great. our game of the week, Chris. Yes, it's our favorite division. <laughs> it's our, some of our favorite teams. <laughs> if only Tampa Bay could play – or if only Jacksonville could play in this game as well. If and it could be Tampa a thruple. Oh. I wish it was a thruple. If they could do like a battle royale, like three teams yeah. playing each other yeah. at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, that would be circle, amazing. Yeah. Or an octagon <laughs> where you just try to get the ball like in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Tennessee plus two on the road in Indy. It's the, your call. The Colts are, are I think, three – Ebron, Hilton – and Mac are all out for this game against Indianapolis. I feel like this should be – this should be – oh, man. How can you not go against the magic of Henry and Tannehill? Yeah. Right? You can't. You can't. Yeah. And no more. Yeah. Yeah. Tannehill is for real. Yeah. He's playing on this – he's starting this team next year. Tannehill yeah. is for real. Does Tennessee make a little run to the playoffs here? I think Tennessee makes the playoffs, motherfucker. Yeah, man. They have the, they have the best running back in football right now. And the, best, like, and the second a, best quarterback. That is an asset. <laughs> and they're playing well for their coach. So yeah. give me Tennessee yeah. all day. I will um, I will be betting heavily on a Tennessee underdog card here. This makes this line makes no sense to me. No sense. Uh, also, the over-under is 43. I feel like this is a very strong under game. Yeah, agreed. Right? Like, agreed. this is kind of going to be kind of a, a defensive game. Maybe a couple. You like, can, Henry gets one or two, like, really big, long runs here. But either is, team is prone to do. Right. And either team is going to be lucky to score, get over 20, I think, each. Great. Okay. Next up. Next up, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road That's in right. Jacksonville. Yeah. Earlier in the of, week, Jacksonville or Tampa was. Unlivable cities in Florida. Yeah. The battle of the two most unlivable cities. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa Bay was getting one point. On like Wednesday, this line has yeah. now gone Tampa Bay minus two and a half. They are now the road favorite. Wow. Uh, does Nick Foles have to like play for a job? I think he does. Like, uh, he's a little bit. They've. I, what did I see? They've scored thirty something points in three games. Yeah, they're they're, they're I don't, struggling. That 
That team needs a, a complete douche. Like, it mm-hmm. just needs to be douched all the way out. Yeah. Uh, give me Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though this is your pick, I know you're taking Tampa Bay as well. I'm taking Tampa Bay as well. Uh, you have oh, to. Oh, it was my one. pick, actually. It's okay. okay cool. You have, to, we have, you have to take Tampa Bay, I think, in this one. I was so stoked to take get the one point in this game earlier in this week. And then yeah. you know that move now, I think that's a clear – that tells you something uh, big time here about this game. So, I think Jacksonville loses out the rest of the season. Yeah, they, pro- they right. They need to get rid of the coach. They probably need to get rid yeah. of Coughlin. Like, yeah. they need to do a lot of things here. And, uh, it was a nice yeah. idea. It yeah. didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, next game, Rams, minus three in Arizona. Three-point spread, I'm a little surprised on this one still. Even though Arizona has been covering, playing well, maybe not winning so many games, uh, I'm a little surprised that Rams still aren't kind of getting – I thought they would give. They would have gotten or get, uh, had to give up more points in this game on the line. This feels like a. This definitely feels like an over. Like this is like a Rams got their asses beat by mm-hmm. like a, a good football team mm-hmm. overreaction. Yep. This might be smart money. Like Arizona's, they like they lost to Baltimore. They got whooped by Baltimore because they have a really good defense. Arizona doesn't have a good defense at all. They, they might have yeah. an okay defense. They can maybe get to. To uh, to golf there a little bit, but I feel like Rams are going to be able to score a few, at least a few touchdowns in this game for sure. I'm, I'm the happy. Rams are still, the, I think golf is garbage. Don't get me wrong, but I yep. said that all along, and right. he can beat Arizona. I so, think so don't. I think, yeah. I th- so this game is a this should be a shootout. Although I don't know, maybe with that Rams offense though, they look so out of place and out of sync. Like they can't. They uh, they have a hard time just doing anything. I think so. I, I don't know. Maybe so obviously there's something there to this. That maybe we're overlooking to some degree, but I'll, I'll roll with you and the Rams. Okay. Even if Blake Bortles starts? He, oh, Blake Bortles starting. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, Yo, Blake Bortles. We are, we are Blake Bortles start away from me, my entire prediction earlier Ooh. in the season being correct. So Wait, what just, was it, though? Was uh, it just starting one game or was there No, multiple? I just said that you will see Blake Bortles play – what did we say? 10 snaps or like there was some, there was some rule we had earlier in the yeah. year where I said Tannehill, Daniel and fucking and Bortles <laughs> would a, all play ooh. at least a game or some shit like that. So I'm a Bortles away from being three for three. That would have been a good parlay actually. Right. It would, doesn't exist in Vegas, no, but it would, it should have, it should have taken it. <laughs> Oakland plus 10 on the road in Kansas city. This line also moved a little bit too. I think it was in single digits. Now it's gone up to double. I, I want to say this is sort of an overreaction as well to Oakland getting blown out by the Jets last week. But I, I, I feel like Oakland can kind of keep Kansas City close. I, I, I'm, Kansas City can win games, and I'm not, I'm not worried about them winning games. It's just betting on the spread against them, I don't think it's been very good for them this year because of their defense, even though it has been playing better, uh, I think, as the last two, maybe three weeks and stuff. But I'm tempted here to kind of take Oakland plus 10. Can you talk me out of that? No, I can't. That's exactly the smart money right there. Okay. I, I just don't know what to think of KC right now. If the And if KC writes the ship right here, which is what they should do, uh, then they should blow out Oakland and Oakland should just be dust. But yes. let's not forget, Oakland was like considered like a fringe playoff team and everyone was very high on them mm-hmm. not that long ago. So, I think they just had a bad game and bad weather last week against the Jets. Like the, those guys, the, the receivers were just dropping passes left and right. They couldn't get any sort of momentum going there. I think they just Oakland. You know, I mean, every team has like bad games once in a while. I think they just kind of had a bad game last week, and I don't yeah. think that's who they necessarily are. Although, you know, if they if they lose the next you know three or four in a row here, I wouldn't be surprised either necessarily. Like, like they they I might kind of hope that happens, but I but I <laughs> but I, I I still think they can cover. I think they can cover. Yeah, I think they can cover, and I think they're going to keep this close enough. The whole AFC is 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 not good enough. Where the, even these teams um, are still kind of in it, even if they lose it in the next couple of weeks, right? They could still make a playoff push or a run here. Yeah, yeah for sure. Right? I for wouldn't sure. be surprised even if there's a, a losing record makes the pl- the playoffs as a wild card. Three more games left: Chargers, Denver. Chargers the, minus three on the road in the Mile High. I'm a little surprised the, on this one as well. Official lowest over underline of the week at 38. And a half. Yeah, I think take that under as well. Under 38 and a half. Yeah. Huh? Chargers Feels- have been struggling offensively. Uh, Philip Rivers looks done. Yeah. I, I watched him but last is he? week. But he, is he? Like he has, he, he's like one of those, he's like a kid who has to throw the foot, doesn't know how to like, doesn't have this arm strength anymore, you know, really throw a football, right? So he has to like put your whole body into it. Yeah. You mean like the way I throw a football? <laughs> <laughs> you have little boy arms, Chris. 
can use I just muscles. have to do the same thing. I got to really like <laughs> put like all everything I have right. into it. Yeah. He's got to lean into it. Yeah. He, he just, I mean, he never had a good looking throwing motion anyway, but now it really looks like it's like, this is dude, what are you doing here? Um, I, I, but I don't think that being said, I think the Chargers are able to score enough points if they can run the ball all over Denver. And, and I, right. I'm a little surprised Denver's only getting three points here. So I'm taking the Chargers. Great. I am going to take Denver mm. uh, yes. just because I like Denver in late afternoon games at home oh. against a team Look with zero fan base. So I, I think Denver is a, is a strong bet here. Um, I also don't hate Denver. I think that they – their They're defense is re- good. Their defense is still think, reeling from some... the, the the Vikings loss, but mm-hmm. there's there's enough here where Denver in maybe two years could be a playoff contender again. All right, I don't I don't know if I have that much confidence in John Elway. Uh, okay, but well, no, yeah. he's terrible at drafting. I'm yeah. just saying it could happen. Okay, uh, great. All right. That's one of the few games that we're actually opposites on. We've been kind of in sync here lately, so I'm glad that uh, we have a couple uh, to. Uh, to, 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 to yeah, see who see who comes out on top keep of us that. Honest, one. yeah. Last Sunday game uh, Sunday night, New England minus three on the road in Houston. I, I'm a little surprised even uh, Houston's getting only three points in this one as a home team. I, it seems like they're not they're not there's not a lot of confidence in New England maybe on, in this well, game. It, I, it def, okay, so here's two rules of thumb that will get you money in this game: <laughs> bet the under, okay, because Tom Brady can't score touchdowns anymore. And definitely take a fucking New England line of minus three against anyone. Right? Like anyone. This is easy money, y'all. Parlay those two fucking things if your website will allow you to do it. Uh, just take that 46 under and take New England, especially on fucking primetime. Ain't no way fucking Tom Brady's going to lose to Houston, Houston on primetime. And, and, yeah, I mean, and it will be three points. Like three points is a great line. And New England, what was, what was the line against Dallas last week? Oh, six and a half. Six and a half. Like yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they can they can d- give yeah. me a break. I'm, I'm with you. Break. I'm with you 100 on that one as well. Uh, I, yeah. Anyway, enough said I'm, about I'm that. tired of making money on New England. It's so easy. <laughs> like just, it's so easy. I don't know why people talk to themselves out of them. And yes, there will eventually be a fall off. Yes, I just, but until the day comes, one fucking game right. this year. It's like, okay to lose a, a few times once that fall that fall comes. Yeah. 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 But I mean, uh, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Right. All right, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna fucking let you pick the next one. Uh, cause, cause Here I, we go. Monday night, Minnesota plus two and a half in Seattle against my Seahawks. Seattle is unbelievable crazy uh, against the spread and and straight up. I think in in prime time games, Minnesota and more specifically Kurt Cousins is absolutely horrible in prime time games. That being said. I think Minnesota no, is one no, of the no, kind of perfect no, teams no, no. to sort of to sort of give Seattle no. problems, right? This game and Seattle's mo is like they they no matter what they do they can't help themselves but they they play games close. Chris, they play Chris. games close, Chris. Chris. It's tight, two and a half. tight it's not even a games. Field goal. Well, you're right. It's not it's not three points. If it was, I'd probably be taking Minnesota and hoping for a push. Yeah. Let's go, Hawks! There we go. <laughs> Ditto. The, the primetime games and, and the, the magic at Seattle in home with Russell Wilson. I think he's going to make the difference time, here. I'm so fucking stoked to be able to watch this game. It's going to be a fun one. I'm going to fucking watch the – everyone's so – oh, what – what the offensive coordinator done to Kirk Cousins? <laughs> Made him t- – he looks so good. So he I throws two believe- or three interceptions this year. Yo, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I can't wait to fucking watch Minnesota crumble as Seattle, the 12th man. We are the loudest, my friends. <laughs> Seattle, all, all day. Right. Book, yeah. it. Book it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I'm putting all my money on that game, Chris. Let's do it. Put it I'm a little surprised the over-under is 50 on this one, though. Put your rav. It's going to be a gunslinger. It will be a, guns, a gunslinging game. Yeah. I don't fucking it's, I would, it's, I think it's, I would, if Seattle's smart, they're going to pass it, and they're going to put yeah. Russell Wilson's hands uh, and go from there. Uh, Russell and, Wilson had one of the greatest passes, I've, or maybe it was a, one of the best receptions I've ever seen last week. That dime like into the back of the end zone that caught that guy full stride, that, that – do you know which pass I'm talking about? I don't. I don't remember the because I don't remember the highlights from that game because I was uh, I wasn't watching the game because I was at the New York Jets. Game well, it wasn't. It was incredible. He's All an right. incredible player. 
Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Feeling.